The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. Through the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant and beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 13 and 14. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I seek counsel in my soul, and be so vexed in my heart? How long shall my enemies triumph over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten mine eyes, and that I sleep not in death. Least my enemies say, I have prevailed against him, for if I be cast down, they that trouble me will rejoice at it. But my trust is in thy mercy, and my heart is joyful in thy salvation. I will sing of the Lord, because he hath dealt so lovingly with me. Yea, I will praise the name of the Lord Most Highest. Psalm 14 The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt, and have become abominable in their doings. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men, to see if there were any that would understand and seek after God. But they are all gone out of the way, and they are altogether become abominable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge that they are all such workers of mischief? eating up my people, as it were bread, and call not upon the Lord. They were they that brought in great fear, even where no fear was. For God is in the generation of the righteous. As for you, ye have made a mock at the counsel of the poor, because he putteth his trust in the Lord. Who shall give salvation unto Israel out of Zion? When the Lord turneth the captivity of his people, then shall Jacob rejoice, and Israel be glad. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of Ezekiel. Moreover he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find, eat this scroll, and go, speak to the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth, and he caused me to eat that scroll. And he said to me, Son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate, and it was in my mouth like honey and sweetness. Then he said to me, Son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak with my words to them. For you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language whose words you cannot understand. Surely, had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, because they will not listen to me. 
for all of the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Behold, I have made your face strong against their faces, and your forehead strong against their foreheads. Like adamant stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, receive into your heart all my words that I speak to you, and hear with your ears. And go, get to the captives, to the children of your people, and speak to them and tell them, Thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or whether they refuse. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. His mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, that was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 35th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Again the next day, John stood with two of his disciples, and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, and seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say when translated teacher, Where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and remained with him that day, now it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Now when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated a stone. The following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, most assuredly, I say to you hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee mercifully to receive the prayers of thy people who call upon thee and grant that they may both perceive and know that know what things they ought to do and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill the same through jesus christ our lord amen o god who by the leading of a star didst manifest thy only begotten son to the gentiles mercifully grant that we who know thee now by faith May after this life have the fruition of thy glorious Godhead, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> Good evening. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our Old Testament lesson comes from the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel is a prophet in an interesting time. He is being led into Babylonian captivity. And on his way to Babylon, he gets this vision of God in God's king in God's throne room. And I like the idea of Ezekiel in that he um, he is a prophet to a people that are being forced out of their homes because of their unfaithfulness to God, and God calls them a rebellious house and a people that do not listen, and. God still does not kind of shows us that the point of uh, the point of God allowing us to experience the consequences of our action are ultimately redemptive in that we are supposed to not be destroyed forever because of that, but are meant to turn back toward God because we don't like the reality that we see within ourselves. And how else are we supposed to see the reality unless we experience the consequences of them? And so that's one of the reasons why <clears throat> the people were exiled into Babylon. And the redemptive reason for that exile is the reason for Ezekiel's existence. And um, <clears throat> in today's lesson, uh, Ezekiel is commanded to consume a scroll that has been handed to him from God. And this scroll uh, comes from the hand of God, and on it are written lamentations and mourning and woe from, from um, the, the previous chapter of Ezekiel. And uh, Ezekiel consumes this, and um, there's a lot of speak about um, fill your belly, fill your stomach with the, this scroll, presumably the word, the words of God. And a lot of uh, theologians in the past would have tied um, the, the, the stomach or the belly with um, the inordinate desires of the flesh. And <clears throat> the heart was traditionally seen by theologians as being um, you know, the, the, the part that, that would be the desires of, of what we want, the, the good desires that we would have. And so when, um, when what's happening with Ezekiel is that he's 
um, filling his um, belly with the word of God, that his inordinate fleshly desires are being um, satisfied by God's word. And this is what is supposed to happen. And all of a sudden now Ezekiel has a different perspective of what's going on with the Babylonian exile. He, he's, his, um, the desires of, of the flesh have been satisfied with the word of God. And all of a sudden his desires have been reoriented toward um, what is right, toward God, toward proper worship of God, following God and following God's law. And the fulfillment of the law is enough for him to be satisfied. He no longer needs to go and fill his belly with other things. Um, and again, this is all metaphorically speaking, um, that, you know, the problem with Israel um, is not that they were not literally eating scrolls of paper um, with God's word written on it. The, the problem for Israel was that they allowed their own desires to lead them away from God. They found fulfillment in idolatry. They found fulfillment in other places other than on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And that's the command that man should not eat, live by bread alone, but by on the word of God. And the, ne the necessity that the thing that needs to happen is that Israel needs to retrain their desires, not to go after things uh, of this world after their idols, but rather after God. And, and that's, What's happening here is that Ezekiel, who now has been filled with um, the word of God and and his inordinate desires have been reoriented to to God word, um, is now able to go to Israel and show them the same. And that is his mission is to go to Israel, a rebellious house, and to to lead them back to God. Which brings us to our, our New Testament passage where um, John the Baptist sees God, Jesus, the word of God made flesh, walking by. And, and, and John the Baptist says, behold, the Lamb of God. And <clears throat> this is where John the Baptist's disciples were meant to leave John the Baptist um, and go toward God um, and go toward the word of God. And so we see on um, the story where uh, St. Andrew brings his brother, St. Peter to Jesus. We get Philip and Nathaniel um, also being drawn to the word of God, being drawn to Jesus. And, um, and of course, you know, Jesus, the word of God, and it is Jesus that um, his body that we receive um, for communion every Sunday. And so we have a connection between um, what's happening in the Ezekiel passage where Ezekiel is filling his belly with with the words from the scroll that God gave him. And we in communion um, fill our belly with um, the body of Christ, the word of God from heaven. And so there's a there's a connection there between what Ezekiel has done and what we also now are doing every time we go to the Eucharist on Sunday. And our own um, inordinate desires um, become to be reoriented through the power of the Eucharist when we receive it um, on Sunday. And so there's a connection there between that. There's also another um, part, it's the last verse of our John reading today, where Jesus says, most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God standing, uh, ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. And this <clears throat> verse calls back um, a reference from Genesis where uh, Jacob or Israel um, has, is resting. He, he is, he's, he's wandering through the wilderness and he seeks rest and he lays his head upon um, a stone and sleeps. And in a dream, he sees upon that stone um, a ladder where angels are ascending and descending from heaven. And it's called Jacob's Ladder. And the tradition has it that is where Jacob laid his head, where he saw this vision of angels ascending and descending a ladder. 
going from heaven to earth, um, on that spot the altar was built for the temple. And this is, this is kind of a, a tradition of where uh, the temple was placed and the altar was placed. And all of those things suggest um, that this is a place where heaven and earth are connected, where things from heaven come to earth and where things from earth go to heaven. Um, and and that was fulfilled in the, the first temple um, where the temple was that place where humanity was allowed to go to meet God. And God came to dwell with humanity in, in the temple um, in Israel. And the fulfillment of that was um, in Jesus. Jesus is the new temple and um, he is where heaven and earth are connected. And and, and we, um, we approach God through Jesus. That is our connection to the divine is, is through, is through um, Jesus in, in, in participation in his church, receiving him in the Eucharist. And so, you know, when you have the body of Christ sitting there um, in the tabernacle um, at church, um, the theological significance is, uh, this is a place when we walk into the church um, and, and we see, you know, the tabernacle. This is the place where heaven and earth have met. Um, and, it's a, it's a, and it's a significant place, um, a, a place that we can actually go into and, and feel the presence of God and be in the presence of God. Um, and, and, um, and so that's what Jesus is saying is that he is that connection between heaven and earth. And that's how we um, get to heaven is through him. So just a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. We'll end tonight's lesson um, or tonight's prayer by saying the uh, litany for the church and evangelism. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God. For the prayers and intentions of those who are present, we ask that God would give us a fruitful epiphany season that we may... Um, be that God may reveal himself to us more and more this season. Uh, we also ask that God would be um, with the mission and ministry of our diocese and the other churches and parishes that we're connected with. We ask that God would continue to sustain current enterprises of mission and ministry as well as open uh, new doors and opportunities of mission and ministry within the diocese. Well, God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, I think you're muted. Have mercy here. upon us. O oh God, the Son, Redeemer of the world. Have mercy upon us. O oh God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful. Have mercy upon us. O Holy, Blessed, and Glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to rule and govern thy whole church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word and receive it with pure affection, and bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to comfort and relieve all those for any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord, that it may please thee to have mercy on the faithful departed, granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. 
We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord that it may please you to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and to be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on high on the day of Pentecost, for thy Holy Spirit upon our diocese and the parishes and other communities our diocese is working with. Here unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, Strengthen and increase the faithful, visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church, the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading. Thank you all for being here. I hope you all have a great and wonderful Wednesday night. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Good evening. Thanks, Deacon Andrew. Good night, everybody. Good night, all.